This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. You know the old saying, no good deed goes unpunished? Well, you may have heard the story of a good Samaritan, a restaurant owner who was loading a truck full of food for families in need when his vehicle was towed under rush hour restrictions. Now, that prompted the mayor of Toronto to talk to the police about easing some of those rush hour restrictions because guess what? We don't have a rush hour. People are not out on the roads. We've also heard that some parking meters or parking fines may also not be enforced. Uh, It's all a little unclear. So we have a couple of people unpacking it for us. There's also a bit of a, a silver lining because, as I said, there's no traffic to speak of. So we have not had the usual number of pedestrian injuries and death and carnage on our roads. And that is obviously a very good thing. So Joining us now, we have Sergeant Jason Kraft of Toronto Police Traffic Services and Brian Moniz, an officer with the Toronto Police Parking Enforcement. Uh, welcome and thanks for joining us. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for having me also. Okay, let's start with Brian. So uh, yesterday, I think it was, I heard the mayor say that uh, he talked to police about backing off some rush hour enforcement. So exactly what is okay now? Right. So there's, you know, the law still applies there in terms of rush hour and also other all other parking offenses within the city. But we are, uh, you know, with the uh, this very fluid situation, changing day by day, hour by hour, we're making decisions as needed and as the elevation and risk increases. So in terms of rush hour, uh, we've, you know, the law still applies. Uh, we still have officers out on the rush hour uh, for presence, awareness, uh, but we've uh, advised them to use a very high degree of discretion and not to take any action unless, unless it's absolutely necessary uh, due to a critical issue. And uh, uh, from what we saw yesterday, I think we had one ticket issued for a rush hour and no cars towed. Okay, yeah. Is, is, it, is it even worth having uh, police out doing that work? Given, I mean, there's nobody out on the roads. No, correct. So we are still getting a lot of calls for service uh, for parking. Uh, most of it is in terms of private property where you have an apartment building or a condo and someone's parked in someone's spot or there's an obstruction. So most of our calls that are coming in are for private property. We, um, we have about a 65% reduction in calls for service, and that's increasing day by day. Uh, but in terms of the rush hour, it's critical that we have a presence there and that we still have officers at the ready to enforce if needed. Um, there are certain locations within the downtown core where we have to ensure that there's a supply of parking for businesses that continue to operate. And we don't want to be in a situation where we have vehicles parked, uh, causing you know significant traffic obstructions where ambulances or emergency vehicles can't get through. What about the meter? This was another thing I was very confused about because yeah. I heard, okay, if your if your meter runs out, 
uh, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna give you a ticket because you haven't reloaded it. Yeah. So, but that, but that, please that, pay. So, what's so the deal? I don't know where that's coming from. So that law is still in place. You still have to pay. Uh, the I think it was coming from the mayor, actually. Um, I, I could tell you our, uh, you know, as per our, our, our news releases and our expectations of our officers, that law is still in place, but we're using a high de- degree of discretion. There's not many, uh, if any at all, uh, tickets being issued for that offense. And the rationale why uh, we haven't totally suspended it, and uh, we don't want to, again, be in a situation where there's businesses that are continuing to operate and you have people that, you know, would commute downtown or would pay for parking to get to, you know, to, in order to attend work, are now parking on the street because they assume it's free. And then there's no parking supply available for businesses and also delivery vehicles and uh, people delivering food. So uh, if you're parking on the street, there's still an expectation to pay, but uh, we're using our discretion to a very high degree. And again, I don't think many tickets are being issued for that offense. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting because, you know, um, a lot of people use apps. I know I use an app, but I'm assuming that, that you don't particularly want to be handling all those coins and all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, uh, we're not really issuing any offenses for that, if any. Okay. I'll but, remember that. But that doesn't mean it's free parking. Okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. Uh, Sergeant Jason Kraft, uh, what have you noticed? I mean, obviously no traffic and, and we don't have all these terrible collisions that we have to talk about. Yes. Um, thank you for having me again, Libby. Uh, we have noticed a reduction of the number of cars and pedestrians out and about as a result of what's going on right now. Um, we did conclude our March break uh, traffic safety campaign last week. Uh, however, we did still see uh, over 2,300 traffic-related offenses being issued um, last week, uh, which included 23 stunt-driving-related offenses. Wow. Uh, that includes a seven-day vehicle impoundment and a seven-day license suspension automatically at the roadside. And we also saw 20 related uh, charges to impaired driving. So even though there's less vehicles and pedestrians on the roads, we're still seeing enforcement being done by all frontline officers in the city, throughout the city, and there are still a handful of people um, breaking the laws and being held accountable for that driving behavior. Now, how do those 2,300 offenses compare to what would you have in a normal week? Uh, That's a good question. I unfortunately don't have a comparison in terms of the amount of enforcement that we do week to week. Uh, however, it's 2,300 tickets issued uh, in the city of Toronto by all frontline officers in a period of one week. Okay. Um, maybe we will uh, get that comparison at some point. Uh, I'm just wondering, you know, is is this a, a good thing in, or a bad thing in terms of going forward is is have are, are we learning you know something better better ways to be on the roads or is it a matter that you know it'll it will have been a while and when people come back they will have completely forgotten how to behave when there is an actual rush hour sure there i'm sure there's a lot of moving parts to 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 answer that question however one thing that I am looking at is the number of speeding-related offenses 
that we saw that made up that 2,300 um, tickets issued last week, over 1,200 of those tickets issued were for speeding offenses. And we know that speeding is one of the big four contributors to our serious collisions on our roadways within our city's uh, limits. And uh, we have to continue sending the message out to drivers to obey the law, maintain their speed, and uh, speed uh, will result in more injury and more risk of being involved in a collision. Uh, Do you think it's the case that people are speeding because they're thinking, hey, nobody's on the road here? They might be thinking that, and the 23 drivers that were charged for stunt driving all for speeding in excess of 50 kilometers of an hour and more over a speed limit might think that, but make no mistake about it. Officers on the front lines are out every day throughout the city, um, and many of them are engaging in traffic-related enforcement activities uh, when they have the opportunity to. Um Brian Moniz, uh, have you noticed uh, or are you aware of a big drop in parking revenue for the city? You know what? That's not our focus. That uh, That's not our focus. I could tell you that we write an average of 6,000, uh, just over 6,000 tickets a day on uh, um, uh, Monday to Friday on any particular day. Um, last year, we were, yesterday, we wrote just over 700. So there's a drastic decline in parking ticket issuance, and I expect that to decline in the days ahead. Oh, to decline even from that? Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I mean, um, that's a big drop. Very. So, you know what, on Monday we wrote over 1,500 parking tickets. Again, our average is 6,000, and now we're down to just over 700. So, uh, you know, in the days ahead, I expect that to decline, and we've reinforced our expectations in, you know, to use discretion, uh, reasonable discretion to a high degree with our officers. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to, what is your message to people who are out there driving and parking and all of that? You know, so our message in terms of parking enforcement is, you know, the laws are still out there. Please obey the parking uh, bylaws. Uh, but in situations where we have, you know, members of the public that are in quarantine or are hospitalized, uh, that's where the grace and discretion is to be utilized for. Um, the rush hours, please stay off them. We do understand some people may need to stop, you know, to get medication, to get some food, you know, uh, that is reasonable, but we still expect all members of the public to obey the parking bylaws. And Sergeant Jason Kraft, what, um, what do you want to tell people? I want people to understand that our shared roads are not their private racetracks and that drivers must recognize their role in all of this and they must be focused and in control of their vehicles and prepared for any hazards at all times. And while enforcement is a big part of of what we do, having these conversations um, in regards to road safety is everyone's responsibility and uh, should continue having those conversations in their circles. What about distracted driving? Is there more or less of that? I would imagine, you know, people are anxious, and I'm wondering if that's contributing to distracted driving. Uh, It may be. Uh, We saw last week that approximately 100 distracted driving-related infractions um, were laid against drivers, and distracted driving continues to be one of the most contributing factors uh, in our serious collisions. Mm -hmm. And so what do you want to tell people about that? To put their phone down and keep their eyes up and be aware of their surroundings. And uh, it's an unprecedented time that we're going through and expect the unexpected. 
Okay. Uh, anything else from you, Brian Muniz? No, I, I, I think I just want to echo what uh, uh, the sergeant said. And uh, again, please obey the parking bylaws the best that you can. Okay. So um, everybody uh, stay safe and drive safe. And thank you so much, Sergeant Jason Kraft and Brian Moniz. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.